Good evening. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 204. O oh, Father, thy kingdom is come upon earth. Thou rulest in all thy creation. Thou sendest thy witnesses, telling thy worth, to call and entreat every nation with news of thy mighty salvation, with news of thy mighty salvation. Hymn number 204. would like to follow along with the readings, 
please go to our website, and on the home page, you'll see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and you'll see the link to the text for the Wednesday, Wednesday readings. The theme for tonight is The Biblical Basis of Government, and the readings will now be given by Gary. The Bible, Psalms. God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us that thy way may be known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon earth. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. 1 Samuel and it came to pass, when Samuel was old, that he made his sons judges over Israel. Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel unto Ramah and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people in all that they say unto thee. For they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. And Samuel told all the words of the Lord unto the people that asked of him a king. And he said, This will be the manner of the king that shall reign over you. He shall take your sons and appoint them for himself, for his chariots, and to be his horsemen, and some shall run before his chariots. And he will appoint him captains over thousands, and captains over fifties, and will set them to ear his ground, and to reap his harvest, and to make his instruments of war, and instruments of his chariots. And he will take your daughters to be confectionaries, and to be cooks, and to be bakers, 
and he will take your fields and your vineyards and your olive yards, even the best of them, and give them to his servants. And he will take the tenth of your seed and of your vineyards and give to his officers and to his servants. And he will take your manservants and your maidservants and your goodliest young men and your asses and put them to his work. He will take the tenth of your sheep and ye shall be his servants. And ye shall cry out in that day because of your king which ye shall have chosen you. And the Lord will not hear you in that day. Romans. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Job. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. But if they obey not, they shall perish by the sword, and they shall die without knowledge. Isaiah. For the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. Yea, those nations shall be utterly wasted. For as the earth bringeth forth her bud, and as the garden causeth the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. I shall read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and from Prose Works, all by Mary Baker Eddy. God creates and governs the universe, including man. God has endowed man with inalienable rights, among which are self-government, reason, and conscience. Man is properly self-governed only when he is guided rightly and governed by his Maker, divine truth and love. Man's rights are invaded when the divine order is interfered with, and the mental trespasser incurs the divine penalty due this crime. It should be thoroughly understood that all men have one mind, one God and Father, one life, truth, and love. 
Mankind will become perfect in proportion as this fact becomes apparent. War will cease, and the true brotherhood of man will be established. Having no other gods, turning to no other but the one perfect mind to guide him, man is the likeness of God, pure and eternal, having that mind which was also in Christ. To coincide with God's government is the proper incentive to the action of all nations. The government of divine love is supreme. Love rules the universe, and its edict hath gone forth. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And love thy neighbor as thyself. Let us have the molecule of faith that removes mountains, faith armed with the understanding of love, as in divine science, where right reigneth. The government of a nation is its peacemaker or breaker. I believe strictly in the Monroe Doctrine, in our Constitution, and in the laws of God. The Constitution of the United States does not provide that Materia Medica shall make laws to regulate man's religion. Rather does it imply that religion shall permeate our laws. Mankind will be God-governed in proportion as God's government becomes apparent. The golden rule utilized, and the rights of man and the liberty of conscience held sacred. Meanwhile, they who name the name of Christian science will assist in the holding of crime in check will aid the ejection of error, will maintain law and order, and will cheerfully await the end, justice and judgment. From lack of moral strength, empires fall. Right alone is irresistible, permanent, eternal. Remember that human pride forfeits spiritual power, and either vacillating good or self-assertive error dies of its own elements. Whatever changes come to this century or to any epoch, we may safely submit to the providence of God to common justice, to the maintenance of individual rights, and to governmental usages. I believe in obeying the laws of the land, 
I practice and teach this obedience, since justice is the moral signification of law. Injustice denotes the absence of law. Each day I pray for the pacification of all national difficulties, for the brotherhood of man, for the end of idolatry and infidelity, and for the growth and establishment of Christian religion, Christ's Christianity. I also have faith that my prayer availeth, and that he who is overturning will overturn until he whose right it is shall reign. Each day I pray, God bless my enemies, make them thy friends, Give them to know the joy and the peace of love. Past, present, or future philosophy or religion, which departs from the instructions and example of the great Galilean prophet, cannot be Christ-like. Jesus obeyed human laws, and fell a victim to those laws. But 19 centuries have greatly improved human nature and human statutes. That the innocent should suffer for the guilty seems less divine, and that humanity should share alike liberty of conscience seems more divine today than it did yesterday. Whatever appears to be law, but partakes not of the nature of God, is not law, but is what Jesus declared it, a liar and the father of it. God is the law of life, not of death, of health, not of sickness, of good, not of evil. It is this infinitude and oneness of good that silences the supposition that evil is a claimant or a claim. When the lawgiver was the only law of creation, freedom reigned and was the heritage of man. But this freedom was the moral power of good, not of evil. It was divine science in which God is supreme and the only law of being. In this eternal harmony of science, man is not fallen he is governed in the same rhythm that the scripture describes when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. We will now have a moment of silent prayer 
and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 258. Oft to every man and nation comes the moment to decide in the strife of truth with falsehood for the good or evil side. A great cause, God's new Messiah, shows to each the bloom or blight. So can choice be made by all men twixt the darkness and the light. Hymn number 258.
Good evening, and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly testimony meeting for Wednesday, February 14th, 2024. And we warmly welcome everyone to all of our services in person, on the telephone, over the internet, or listening to recordings of our services. Many people find our church through our recordings on the internet, so welcome. We're so happy you found us. At all our meetings and services, we read from the King James Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy, the discoverer and founder of Christian Science. Our Sunday morning church services are held at 11 a.m. every week. And at 10 a.m. on Sundays, we have our weekly roundtable discussion. That's where we talk about the week's Bible lesson and other current topics and learn more about how to apply our understanding of Christian science in our lives. So please join us every Sunday morning for our roundtable at 10 a.m. and the church service at 11. Also at 11 a.m., we have a Sunday school for children. Many of the students live out of state and even out of the country, and they call in on the telephone. So if you have children who would like to attend the Sunday school, call the church to get the phone number for the Sunday school, and our teachers will be very happy to welcome them. We also have a nursery for infants and toddlers at all our services. So if you're able to get here in person, be sure to bring the whole family. Our publishing department has been busy. Just yesterday, the March full text lesson booklets were mailed out to subscribers. So you should be getting yours in plenty of time for the first lesson in March. And our next Bible study will be on Saturday, February 24th. The theme will be on the Samaritan woman, and the questions and study aids are already posted on the church website. So look it over and join us for a lively Bible study on February 24th at 10 a.m. <clears throat> we have a website, plainfieldcs.com, with an amazing amount of the very finest Christian science literature in print and on audio. There are other wonderful writings by Mary Baker Eddy and writings by students who lived in her home and were taught directly by her and saw her live this science on a daily basis. There are always new items being added, so check it out often. And we have 17 additional websites in various languages so that people around the world can read and hear the healing truths of pure Christian science in their own language. All the resources we have on our various websites are free. There is never a charge. I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. 
testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or suffering, although the generic name for the disease may be indicated. <clears throat> for everyone who gives a testimony tonight, we would ask that you please keep your remarks to within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering tonight. For those who are on the telephone, when you are ready to give a testimony, please press the star button on your phone twice. Also, keep in mind when you do, we are going to be able to hear you, as well as any other sounds that your phone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place, and I will call on each of you, one at a time, by name. Our meeting tonight is now open for the sharing of testimonies of healing through the study and practice of Christian science. Bruce. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for those great readings. And the hymns are just uh, marvelous. I love them. One of the hymns, it says, Thou sendest thy witnesses telling thy worth. And I hope it's not too obvious to mention that God's worth is uh, such that it would do us quite well to give us some serious attention. But um, I had an experience a number of years ago that this recalls to my mind when I was working with uh, some other people on a job and one of them was in charge. And it seemed like for every little thing I had to ask the person in charge, what do I do here and there? and before that went on too long, I realized it was so ridiculous that I had to ask every little question for every little thing. So I just took a moment, and the first thing I did was just to th see what the purpose of our engagement was. What were we trying to do, accomplish in the big picture? And by doing that, it helped me get a sense of God had provided an, us an opportunity to do some really good things instead of me just focusing on the little nitty details. And as a result of that, the answers to my questions became very obvious, and I didn't have to bother the supervisor quite so often, which made the working relationships between me and him much more favorable. So I'm very thankful that we do have this witness, and I believe it to be Christian science, and for me specifically, it's Christian science as I learned it here in the Plainfield Church. You know, nowhere else did I learn that I should declare every morning that God is my mind. And since he is my mind, he is the one who has all of the answers, not only that, but he regulates my actions during the day if I listen to him and obey. So I'm grateful to learn all of this. Thank you. Thank you. Shardy. Good evening. I would like to share my gratitude tonight for practitioner support and what I am learning about God, Christ Jesus, and Mary Baker Eddy, along with her teachings. Over the years, 
My practitioner has supported me with my communication with family members. Recently, my 24-year-old grandson was ill and was talk and I while I was talking with him, it was uncovered that he was at an impasse with his mother, my daughter. The first evening, I just texted gentle prayers and encouragement. The next day, praying all the while, I sent him an article to read by Mary Baker Eddy called All Love Does. I am careful with sharing because my grandson is not a Christian scientist, therefore unfamiliar with words like mortal mind. I felt good about sending this article and told him to take in what helps him and to leave the rest. This was his text response, quote, the love that I reflect repels every ill or negativity. And then he said, I love that. <laughs> I will go forward slowly, confident that love and truth heal all situations because both he and his mom are included in God's perfect creation and everlasting, infinite, holy union, oneness. Thank you. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for those readings tonight. This evening, I would like to express my gratitude for the lessons that I am learning that are teaching me to carry myself with the dignity and dominion given by God to all his creation. For many years, I accepted a picture of myself as being scattered, having many limitations, and would act as a victim of circumstances. I tried to overcome these obstacles with human effort. It took a clear understanding of Christian science taught at this church to break through this false sense of a personality separated from God. Regular practitioner support here and working to live this science daily gives me a better understanding of God and his creation. This science helps me to express more order, self-respect, care, self-awareness, diligence, better communication, and systematic thinking, and also peace. I'm learning how to let go of a personal sense of myself and others so that God's intelligence can come forth. One of the articles my Plainfield practitioner has given me to work with is called, quote, Your Background by Una Willard, which is on the Plainfield website. It begins, quote, does the argument come to you that you didn't come from a good family or have the same opportunities as someone else? Stand on the fact that you came forth from God that your background is God himself, end quote. Also this week in a lesson that stood out to me, 
the quote in Science and Health by Mrs. Eddy, quote, we are all capable of more than we do, end quote. And that is very true, and I'm learning daily how much I am capable of doing when I listen to God and do uh, my best to follow his precepts. I'm so grateful for this healing that's going on as I am learning to put off the old man and discover the individuality that God has made me to be. I'm so grateful for uh, the teachings of Christ Jesus and the sacrifices that Mrs. Eddy made so that we could have the science of the Christ and this church and all the sacrifices they made so that this could be given to us now correctly and also to the world. Thank you. Thank you. Betty from California. Go ahead, please. Good evening. I would like to say thank you for the music and for the readings tonight. Um, I wish to express, excuse me, I wish to express my gratitude for something that happened on a trip I took this summer to visit my son and his family. I had been praying for the trip as we are taught to pray uh, and we are taught to pray more when taking a trip and to pray for every, all aspects of the trip. In fact, to pray more when you're going on one than when you're at home. Well, on the day of our flight, everything was on time. The first leg of the trip went smoothly. We were looking at a long layover, about six or so hours, before we took the, the next leg of the trip. We decided to check the, our, the airline's customer service to see where a good place was to spend this time. And as they were telling us, um, they decided to check to see if there was another flight leaving sooner. There was, and there was room for two more passengers with upgrades, with upgrades for seating. Would we do standby? And we looked at them and said, yeah. And we started down for the gate, which was a little ways away. We had just started down the tunnel when the customer service lady called our names and gave us actual tickets. So we started moving a little quicker to the gate and got on. We barely had time to call my daughter-in-law to tell her the news. All of our luggage got on the plane and we arrived on time and in time for lunch and it was our treat. I'd like to add that the rest of the trip went very well, too. And I'm so grateful for these lessons and for this demonstration. I'm very grateful for this, for Christian science, and for practitioner help over the years. Thank you. Elizabeth from New Hampshire, go ahead, please. Yes, good evening. Thank you for those very inspirational testimonies and for the very timely readings that remind us where our true government comes from. Um, I, too, like previous speakers, am so grateful to be learning so much at the Plainfield website about applying Christian science to my daily life and uh, praying for others is a big part of that, um, which we weren't all made aware of as we were 
raised in the Christian Science Sunday School, so it's wonderful to be on a a path such as that. Um, and thank you all so much for everything. Good night. Thank you. Michelle from Canada, go ahead, please. Good evening. Thank you, Gary, for those tremendous and very important readings about government tonight. Today, I would like to express my gratitude to my Plainfield practitioner for helping me, for helping me constantly with, with everything I need. Two years ago, I had an experience, I, I had experienced a vertigo when turning around in bed. It left pretty quickly with practitioner help and by knowing myself in the presence of God. A few weeks ago, this vertigo appeared again. When I asked my practitioner for help, she wrote to me from the book of Nahum, quote, What do you imagine against the Lord? He shall make an utter end. Affliction shall not rise up a second time. End quote. She also reminded me that I take care of myself to get enough time to study as well as proper sleep and rest. God will surely do the rest, she added. I took to heart her recommendation and took naps in the afternoon and went into the closet to listen to God. My practitioner lovingly wrote, Rest in him, dear one. His love will lift away this belief of vertigo. Only his love has ever touched your being. I found I rested enough. I lifted up myself and got quite some work done. I took also care of my godchildren for two hours that evening and after did some church work. It was late when I went to bed where I closed the day by repeating the unity watch of that day. When my alarm went off the next morning, I did read the unity watch again before I got up. When I sat on my desk, I realized the vertigo didn't appear that night and that morning. It was gone. The affliction, vertigo or being out of balance wasn't true the first time and neither the second time. And I'm very grateful that I had this experience and for the guidance of my patient practitioner. I'm also grateful for all that is done here at this church and for Christ Jesus and Mary Baker Eddy. Thank you. <clears throat> Sorry, Gary. Well, I think, uh, I think that every statement in our textbook 
could heal whatever it applies to all the time. There are so many, but one of the, uh, one of the statements that I have loved for a long time in our textbooks uh, reads as, as this, where she, Mrs. Eddy writes, we must forsake the foundations of material systems, however time-honored, if we would gain the Christ as our only Savior. Well, there are a lot of material systems that need to be forsaken, that's for sure. But I'm grateful that I learned early on after joining this church that uh, one of the material systems I've been taught to forsake is the idea that I belong to my human parents or to any other human family member or that my children belong to me just because there's a human material, human connection. And this, is, this took a while. This is a tough one for most people, I know. It was for me. But we've been taught here that we are all God's children. And my human parents, for example, are God's children, just as I am. And nobody belongs to anybody else. We all belong to God. And this is such a freeing and such a, a, a right idea. Um, I've also found that, that uh, as Jesus stated in the Bible, my real family are those who love and do the will of God and are honest and humble. And that's why I feel such a kinship with uh, members of this church who are who love and do the will of God. Well, I have found that the realization of this has freed me of many, many problems that I used to have. Uh, problems of guilt, false sense of responsibility, all the stuff that goes with feeling that I belong to a human family and that is my first love, which is really dangerous. It also does away with the idea that we can inherit any bad traits. It also does away with the idea that we can inherit any good traits humanly. We inherit what is right and good from our common father, mother, God. And that's the only place we can inherit anything from. Anyway, I'm so grateful for what this has freed me from. So grateful for all that I have learned here in this church. And so grateful for Mary Baker Eddy for discovering this science of Christianity, which is the comforter which Jesus promised God would send, and he did. And I'm grateful to be here with you all tonight. Thank you. Jeremy. <laughs> I am very grateful tonight for all I have learned by being a member of this church. Uh, once in a while, I'm reminded of some event from my past 
And I am always very grateful to find that God was right there with me, even if I didn't realize it at the time. One example, the one that came today, was from many years ago. At that time, I lived on a short, dead-end street, which had recently been repaved. And on a hot day, I went out to replace my brakes. I was about halfway through when the jack sank down a bit into the asphalt and then fell over, which allowed the car to drop onto my ankle. I was in a bit of a shock, and I cried out for help, but everyone on the street was at work. And this was in the days before cell phones. So I just sat back and closed my eyes, and I was wondering what to do. Just then, I felt like I was given a plan on how to get myself free. I reached over and I grabbed the jack, which was one of the old styles that lifted the car up from the bumper. And I was able to, just able to put it into place, but the tire iron had flown like 20 feet away. So I just had to use my hand to crank it up. And slowly I was able to, to work it up until I was finally free. And what a wonderful feeling it was to be free of that. And I limped for a day, few days and nothing was broken. But when I thought of this today, I, I just thought of how Christ Jesus' words in Matthew 7, 7, quote, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. End quote. Not many times have I cried out for help <laughs> in my life, but it's very clear to me now that each time God has answered. And it's also clear that God has protected me so much in my life. God truly is good. So I'm very grateful to Christian Science, this church, and practitioner support for teaching me how to see God working in my life and how to hear those angel messages. It's a great blessing to be a member of this church. Thank you. Thank and, you. And now we have a testimony from Phil in Australia. Good evening. A couple of weeks ago, I was helping our daughter move into a rental property across the city. On the Friday, we successfully did an initial run with our fully loaded car and a lovely neighbour who kindly moved her parked car so that I could unload right outside the house and then assemble a new bed base which we'd purchased on the way and rejoiced that it had been a good day. The following day, I had rented a van to take the queen-size mattress and several pieces of furniture. As we were loading the first piece of furniture, I was gripped with severe back pain and was unable to do any more lifting and had to leave that task to my wife and daughter. I knew this was a claim of animal magnetism, trying to stop our good deed of helping out with the moving, a claim of old age and blah blah, all erroneous and knew that it was an opportunity to stand firm in the truth and not to give in or accept the unreliable sense testimony of any form of bondage that would try to prevent my rightful purpose that day and that I would be given divine support. In reality, I was still the perfect son of God, expressing strength, joy, freedom, uprightness, mobility and grace. I was grateful to be able to contribute by still driving the van for some hours throughout the day and in moving smaller items, and that my wife and daughter were able to accomplish the tasks, 
including driving the van and picking up a large couch in a nearby suburb. Later, when we returned to our home in the afternoon, I listened to the New Testament meeting and hymn number 154 struck a chord with the lines, Within thy love is safe abiding from every thought that giveth fear. In thee I have no pain or sorrow, no anxious thought, no load of care. I studied Science and Health Recapitulation, page 470 by Mary Baker Eddy, about the perfection and indestructibility of man as the expression of God and the impossibility of any separation from him. The Plainfield article, All Love Does, by Mary Baker Eddy, was also inspiring. Quote, Love contains, love maintains, love sustains, love does liberate, unbind, unseal and deliver. Nought can hinder love. Love does supply with perfect freedom. Unquote. At some stage over the next few days, any stiffness and lack of mobility completely left, and I had forgotten about it. So very grateful for all that I'm learning in the pure Christian science of Plainfield Independent. To Mary Baker Eddy for revealing the science to the world, and for the powerful hymns. To Christ Jesus, who demonstrated our oneship with God, who is our ever who is ever our father-mother. To Plainfield for the dedicated practitioners and members, instructive roundtables and services, our 24-7 website and the powerful Unity Watchers, including last night, quote, No mesmeric influence can separate you from the infinite mind and its faculty, end quote. Thank you for the readings and contributions and happy to be here tonight. Now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Good evening, dearest Plainfield Independent, and thank you so much, everyone, for this beautiful testimony meeting. Thank you, everyone. I loved Sunday's roundtable on angels. It was so beautiful. In my formative years, I lived in much violence, so in my childhood home, the beatings were regular and vicious. I'm so grateful that I was healed of all injuries and I was left with no lasting damage in any regard. And it was God who did that. It was mentioned at the round table, the power of the Plainfield Watchers. And yes, I do testify that the Plainfield Watchers saved me so many times during the 1980s and beyond when the watch prayer was going out from this beautiful independent Christian Science Church. I am so grateful to Mrs Evans and Mr Evans who continued on in this precious watchwork and I'm so grateful to our holy practitioners, teachers and workers here at this church who have continued this important work. I would like to share a small example of how those watch prayers saved me and uplifted me. One night I had had a pretty bad beating so I crawled into my bed, covered my head with my bed covers and I prayed to my Heavenly Father. I then started singing to myself quietly under the covers, a blessed hymn, How Gentle God's Commands. Quote, Beneath his watchful eye, 
His saints securely dwell. That hand which bears creation up shall guard his children well. Now I had learned this hymn in my Mormon upbringing, but never before had the Christ come to me in this way, and I was very well guarded time and time again as I went through those years of beatings. One morning during this period, I woke up with such great vigour and energy. I had a great idea. I decided that I needed a place to sing hymns. So I went out into our backyard, which was really a junkyard, and there was a lot of prickly thorn bushes tangled around. And so I went in and pulled them all out. And so when I had done all this work, there was this beautiful area, a little platform where I could see the sun setting over the back fence of the junkyard, regardless of the violence in the home that I was living. So I would often go out there and sing those hymns to God. I had many such experiences, being healed and protected from violence, being healed and protected from accident and injury. It would have been about 20 years later that a copy of Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy was placed in my hands by a pure practitioner here in Australia. And then around 20 years again that I found precious Plainfield Independent. As was said at the round table, we will never know. We will never know how many thousands, millions, or even billions of dear ones that are being saved, who are praying who are lonely, who are hurt, who are crying in the night. And they hear in their very soul the truth of our watch prayer. God's precious holy healing love pouring into the night for any dear soul who needs it. So I am so grateful for this church and the truly holy work that is done here for all mankind. Thank you, God, our Lord and King. Thank you, Christ Jesus, a master healer. And thank you to our dear leader and revelator to this age, Mary Baker Eddy, for giving us Christian science. So much love and thanks to you all. Thank you. Craig. I just wanted to give gratitude for Gary's readings. The, it helps so much that <laughs> Mary Baker Eddy and this beautiful science, by putting forth that, that God's government, what we hope for, what we want, that's the reality, and we can expect it. And that we, we know from the small things that we've seen and healed, they prove the truth that God is good, that the bigger things also are true. And if we can't see them yet, we will. And in times when things are very rushed and harried around, <clears throat> it gives me great peace to know that that's so. And that if I get to work, knowing the allness of God and his goodness in the past, the present, and the future, that we're going to see it. And, <clears throat> and I thank God for this church to give Give me a refuge and give us a direction. Thank you very much for those readings. Thank you. Florence from Georgia, go ahead, please. Thank you. Thank you, Gary, for the timely readings tonight. I have learned 
to pray that right rules this nation and every nation. And I also pray that the realization becomes very clear that only love will free us all. I have a very short testimony from California. She says, I would like to give my testimony to this wonderful church and my practitioner. About a month ago, while I was working, I felt a little pain around my breast area. It felt very sore. I went to the bathroom to look and saw some bleeding in the area, and I was not sure what it was. I panicked and with fear called my loving practitioner from this church. She immediately calmed me down and with such confidence told me that nothing is happening to me and to not be scared of what was appearing. She told me that God loved me and could never send anything to hurt. She also said that she would pray to know that nothing can be added to what God has made. I really felt at peace and continued to pray with the lessons and thought more about my understanding of God. I totally forgot about the area. About a couple of weeks ago, I looked at the areas and saw how smooth it was. My heart was filled with gratitude because I know it was a complete healing. I am so very thankful for Mrs. Eddie, for this church, the round table, and all the people who dedicate their time to bring each weekly lesson and many things to study. It's with a lot of love in my heart that I come today to acknowledge the gift that keeps on giving as this church does. I feel so blessed. Thank you so much, Plainfield CS Independent from California. I'm so grateful to be here tonight and thanks for all the, the music, the, the hymns, beautiful hymns, and all the testimonies tonight. Happy to be here. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Shardy, will you please announce the, the last hymn? Hymn 82. God is working his purpose out as your, sorry, as years seeds to year. God is working his purpose out and the time is drawing near. Near and near draws the time, the time that shall surely be where the earth shall be filled with the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. Hymn 82.